the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and the entire Salem family is sitting here in the uh, radio studio. There's nine of us. There's Alan and his wife, Heather, and then they have three kids. They've got Mark, Lexi, the most important one, by the way, and then we got Rex. And then we also have Renee, my wife, and we have my daughter, Andy, and then we've got her daughter, Josie. So we got the whole family here, and we're going to take calls right now. Bobby and John, we're going to get you first. Second, Bobby, you're first. How can we help you? Hello, Mark. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to relate to you um, an, uh, a really amusing and embarrassing incident that occurred while listening to your show Okay. when when this caller called in with this annoying voice. He seemed to be asking really dumb questions that even I knew the answer to about his Mustang and his Subaru. But anyway, when the call ended, I recognized who the caller was. It was me. <laughs> I was listening to a replay show from about six months earlier. And, uh, wow, that was embarrassing. I didn't know I sounded like that. <laughs> no, first of but, all, don't don't think that at all because it, there's so many buttons in the radio studio. At my in front of me right now, there are probably thirty or forty buttons, levels and bass and treble and all that kind of stuff. So it's not a situation that you need to worry about at well, all. Well, I had a good laugh. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and it and laughing is what we've been doing. I have made it sure my family's not going to tell any stories that would just embarrass me to tears. <laughs> And none of them have said they would, and uh, hopefully they'll keep their word, Andy. But anyway, uh, thank you very much for that, Bobby. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, And, John, you're up next. John, how can I help you? Yeah, Mark. I'm John. I'm a transplant from New York State. In 1962, after I got out of the service, I opened up a garage, did mainly transmissions, and we did do complete uh, repairs after a while. My service station only had 6,000 gallons stored, so you know how small it was. It was a rural yeah. town. Yep. And I started with the cast iron uh, hydromatics. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, I've been around a little bit. Uh, retired after 34 years, but just one incident about a customer telling you what to do with the car. I had this guy that, after a year in business, he was a steady customer, and he says, uh, I need a generator on my car. I says, okay. You know, I'm going to fix this guy. I put the generator on. He pays me, goes out, and he says, the generator light's still on. I says, yeah, I know. It's the regulator. He's, okay, put a regulator on it. I says, he left it. I put a regulator on it. About a month later, he comes in, and he says, uh, something's wrong with my car. I says, what's wrong with the car? He says, I don't know. Something's wrong with my car. I says, well, I guess we have to take a ride. So 
he fixed my wagon when I fixed his wagon, and he ended up being a steady customer. But I just was sick and tired of him telling me all the time what to do on a car. <laughs> and he yeah. wasn't in the right, right end of the car most of the time anyways. Oh. But I just want to tell you that <laughs> right. after I uh, sold my shop, I had a, a show like yours. It was Hotline on Wheels in Rockland County, New York, and I did that for three years. And through that program, I had the local uh, school uh coordinator in the automotive department come on and uh, he asked me to be a teacher so for one day a week i was a teacher doing transmissions in this trade school thank you so thank it, you for that it led it led to a lot of a lot of good things and uh, i just want to congratulate you on your retirement and totally enjoy it and maybe even do some teaching in a school thank you and you know um renee you remember when i did teach um to the high school classes all over the valley and yeah. I, my, my point of that visit was is to tell them about our industry and to kind of prod them that this is how you get into our industry. Now, you mm -hmm. guys that have been around, how many people have we sent, have come out of our stable that are really good people today? I'll give you one. Mike Russo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alger Stowers. Yeah. Okay. We have all kinds of kids that have worked for us. Yeah. And well, and we we've done a lot of tours in the shop too for automotive classes. Although a lot of the schools aren't doing automotive classes anymore. Mark yeah. Salem is in one. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. they're I think they're kind of trying to get more of the trades and stuff back involved in so. schools, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then we we there was times that I was speaking on a regular basis. That was before Chevron. We we yes. married Chevron. It was with Vaveline. Mm -hmm. And Jay Freeman was the our contact and he would have us go me to go to different schools. We talked about Vavilin. We handed out Vavilin hats, but the real purpose was is to tell the kids this was a viable uh, uh, occupation, and greasy fingernails were not a negative, mm -hmm. and you could do that with a little peroxide and a brush and make your hands look like every other donut maker in the world, so you could do that. That's, that's neat. Well, the donut makers have clean hands because they're making donuts. Oh, okay. uh, you would, Alan never could make donuts in his life, <laughs> his hands. But anyway, thank you no, for that. Hands are clean. Marks are clean. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Mark doesn't work 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week working on cars. And look at Alan's. I know. Okay. These are clean. All righty. But that's just part of our industry. I know. Mm -hmm. But the success and the, and the satisfaction of, especially this, I've had my car to every shop in town. Nobody can fix it. Okay, let's start with the symptoms. It's got a vibration. What have they done? Drive shafts, front axles. They did this. One guy did motor mounts, this and this and this. We said, okay, fine. And then he wants to know how much it's going to cost to fix it. And I said, well, before we can do that, we're going to have to go in and figure out what it is. Right. And so once we figure it out, then we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So those are the easy parts. All right, this is the time for stories. Does anyone have a story about one another that you want to share and you're not going to be able to? Ooh, that's an ugly picture. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, Renee, do you want to tell about your early days when you had every one of our kids was kind of raised during the day in, in the, your office of, yeah, of our shops? we talked about that, yeah. Alan? My office was very small, smaller than this room. We all in. have, yeah, grown yeah. up at the shop and yep, yep. all sorts one of One day... Somebody caught a car on fire. A trouble light dropped and caught some gas on fire. It went up, and the and I didn't know which way to run with the kids. <laughs> it was pretty scary, actually. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, the truck was Cliff Diamonds. It was. And, and he was a policeman friend of mine, and he had the most beautiful 7071 Ford F-150. Mm -hmm. And we dropped the light. We were changing the fuel pump. The, the, the thing went up. Now, here's the deal. The dilemma that Alan and I had was if we push it out of the bay, 
it's going to sit on top of three 10,000-gallon tanks. Right. So do we push it in the street <laughs> and yeah. let it burn, <laughs> or do we push it in the parking lot or whatever? Yeah. But I think we got it out ourselves. Yeah, we did. And that, yeah, well, that was way before me, but okay. yes. yeah, yeah, and we yeah. got it out ourselves. And yeah. the and the, and the fire department did show up because of the fuel tanks that were outside the bays. But uh, no, we those kinds of things happened. We had cars fall off the hoist. Um, we had lug nuts left to loose. Well, uh, we had that one lady where not we forgot very to put often, oil. But no, but I'm not it's saying happened, yeah. we're going to admit our mistakes. No, we're we going did. to admit that we screwed up. Yeah. Oh, uh, we've we've screwed up plenty of times. <laughs> okay, over, thank yeah. you. Over the. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Over the last month. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, what about that time that they broke into the shop and they couldn't get the cash register open, so they just stole the whole cash register? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then our key center, so all the cars' keys, they just stole the whole mm-hmm. whole bunch. The whole, yeah. you know, um, board. But, the, keyboard. but the Tempe police found the entire box down the road a couple of miles with a lot of the keys back in it. It seems like that happened twice to us, once at this building and once at 1835. Okay. Now, what we're talking about yeah. is we started with our gas station in 1979. That was at and, and, uh, uh, 51st. Uh, 51st and Elliot Road. And then from there, we went to Guadalupe and McClintock to a six-bay operation. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think you, were you still working at the bank then or did you? No. Okay. No. I, I quit before, before I that. Okay, so you did the books there, and then from there we moved in 1994. We moved to our present location on Warner and I-10, just east. Mm-hmm. And so the kids have been in all all of those. Oh, They've yeah. worked all there, and and I know you had high paying jobs, but what what did it? What what did you do when you came and worked there? Oh, picked up cigarette butts, <laughs> trash. Yep. Um, Swept the parking lot. I line. still Swept. remember that little tiny red broom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that broom, it was the, the handle was this long. It was bright red, and yeah. that thing was like a little was was. It was only at the end. It was only about four inches, five inches wide, and about this tall. And I remember yeah. walking and sweeping the entire damn lot with that stupid the, little brush. Okay, yeah. well, this is radio. He's talking about the bristles were a half inch long. No, 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 no it was it was like this. It, it, the brush was about an inch thick. Like if you okay. laid it on the table, but it was only only it was about. Eight inches long, but it was only about four inches wide. wide. Okay, and okay. I mean to tell you, oh yeah, we had like we... nine bristles on it because <laughs> <laughs> we scraped the floor so much of the yeah. asphalt with it. Yeah. Hey, the, it had more whiskers than your son's. Yeah, house. So <laughs> about, about, about the same. Yeah, <laughs> peachy stragglers. Peachy. peachy stragglers. That's right. That's right. That's what I call them. I don't know if that's appropriate <laughs> no, to say on the radio, it's but who definitely cares? Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, we. Used to pick up trash and yeah we don't have the same cigarette butt issue i don't think you know i think the amount of people smoking and littering are much much less much now. less now oh but in the 70s 80s oh, and we used to have a ton of them yeah i mean just everything imaginable uh, and it and it it was just part you guys just helped out i didn't have to hire anybody to do it we have a lot of stories from the car wash oh <laughs> oh go ahead yeah i'm not even messing around with that go ahead how much time, when's our next break how long is <laughs> yeah. our next break Oh, Go ahead. Two, we, we can break. We can tell the uh, yeah. raid story in about two minutes. Yeah. Okay. No, it, the so what story? He's going to die. So we, I was over there one morning. And stop for a minute. Right next door, we have a four-bay car wash. Yep. The whole family was against building the thing. We built it anyway. It's been a really good source of income for us. However, there's been some problems, Alan. It's, 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 it's like watching an infant 24-7. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. But anyways... Um, Lately, we've been getting a lot of transient, a lot of uh, people traveling through, homeless, stuff like that. We're close to the freeway. Yeah, close to the freeway. 
there was one morning I went over there and there was a couple back there and they looked like they had been sleeping and I watched them. I asked them to leave. They didn't leave, blah, 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 blah. So I'm talking to them and I finally said, you know, I'm just going to call the police. So I called the police and, and as I'm, as I'm calling the police, I'm, I'm standing over there and I'm watching them and I'm standing there talking to these two guys in this white van, not really thinking much of it. I was just kind of talking to them and they're looking at me like, Hey, you know, what's going on? I said, Oh, I'm watching these people back here. They're they're Uh, I just, I want to make sure they don't do anything for the cops get here. And the next thing I know, so when I had called the police, I had said, hey, we got these people. And the lady puts me on hold, which is really strange. She puts me on hold, and it wasn't for like 10 seconds. It was for like 10 minutes. And she comes back, and she goes, someone will be right with you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And so I hung up the phone, and I mean, to tell you, it wasn't nine seconds later. There was 500 cops there with guns and ARs and, and bulletproof vests and <laughs> ballistic shields. And, stuff. and I'm going, and, I sit, and I'm thinking to myself, they're just. I just want them kicked out. Like I don't need them. I don't like need we to just to need one cop. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need everything. Well, evidently, come to find out, I didn't realize. I'm sitting there talking to these two gentlemen in a van, who were, who were cleaning the decals off of this van because they had just stolen it, and they tracked them there with GPS, and they were after those guys. They didn't care anything about the other people in the back. Meanwhile. You know, like I said, ballistic shields and, and cops and guns and ARs and the whole nine yards. And I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, what in the hell just happened? All it right. was awesome. I want to tell you my car wash story. We're on our way from church. We're in the Suburban. Uh-huh. We drive by and there's a motorhome dumping their black water tank oh, in yeah. bay number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. For folks, you can't dump it. We got cameras all over the place. You can't dump 30 gallons of turds in our base. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to work. Yeah. So we stop and we call the police and we have them arrested. Right. And and they cite him on the site. They said, we're not going to take him to jail. Much time. I said, that's fine. We became best of friends. He was an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> and he apologized profusely. He offered to pay for all the mess. And I think we had him participate in the next pumping of our underground tanks. Yeah, we had tanks. to pump because it smelled so awful. Yes. But to and this then, day, we're still good friends. Like? Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm, it was bad. It but smelled it like, it smelled like your brother, Alan. <laughs> yeah, no, it just went through the whole car wash. And I don't know what he was thinking, but anyway. Maybe he, he was a first-time RVer. He didn't know. Uh, yeah, probably oh, not. He's a... <laughs> Come on. People are stupid. How many times have people dumped their poop from motorhomes in our bays? We know it because of the toilet paper. I mean, we see it on the grains. We see it on the screens. We see it all the time. (laughs) And now we have cameras. Smell it on our sniffer. (laughs) (laughs) We can smell it. And now what we do is is we have cameras in front and in back. We get pictures of the driver. We get pictures of all the passengers. We now have their credit card information. If they're dumb enough to use one. Yeah. 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 Unless they use cash. But even then, our cameras are going to get everything. And they're going to get the front plate, the back plate. So we got all that. So So anyway. Just don't be. All righty. When we come back, we're going to tell stories about the girls in the family, Alan and I are, and then if we want, we'll uh, just promptly kick him out of the studio. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Tune in to cover your assets with Logan Marcus. So being a fiduciary at its heart really just requires that you to be effective, responsible, communicative, and competent. Get on the right path to achieve your retirement goals. This is something that we'll want to customize and talk to you about specifically, tailor make it to your circumstances. Tune in to Cover Your Assets with Logan Marcus, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. 
Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. For help with food, health care, and other resources, call or visit 211.org. 211, how can I help you? 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We've got a caller, Steve. So we're going to take Steve, and then we're going to continue to laugh and talk about the last uh, 35 years of radio and uh, and the last, I think, 40 years of working on cars. I think we started in 1979, so that's 20 plus 23 is 43 years, I think, is how it works out. Nevertheless, we're going to go to Steve. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Um, I was calling to give you your last um, dumb car question of your radio career, hopefully. Okay. Um, and um, so here it is. But you're the only guy I can think of to ask. So um, I have a 20-year-old Honda that I haven't driven for about five years. And I'm deciding to start driving it again regularly. And I've already had all the fluids changed and belts and hoses and all that stuff. So it's it's ready to go. Um, the only thing that I haven't done is to change the spark plugs. And they were original, 20 years old, 100,000 miles on them. And my question is, should I have any concern about getting them out in terms of, I'm having somebody else do it, but sitting okay. there for 20 years, could they have... Well, you know, wait a minute. Just let there. me ask. Could a, they break off? Could okay. they be a problem? Stop. Um, how many miles are on the car? Hundred thousand. Okay. Um, let me ask Andy and Alan. How often are we having to chisel spark plugs out of old cars? Once a year. Um, 
yeah, maybe once once a year, maybe. There there are some that are a lot more prevalent. I'm sorry, I just put my headphones on. What kind of vehicle was it? Honda, an old Honda, 20-year-old Honda. Oh, 20 old. So it's been sitting for a while. He's got 100K on it, and he wants to know, uh, should he spark, change the spark plug? The answer is yes. Yes. And the number two, um, what's the possibility that you're going to have to chisel them out or put new threads in it? I, I think it's not low. one out of ten. Ten yeah. percent. Yeah, if you wanted to be safe, uh, pull the pull the boots off of them and just spray some penetrating oil. Let them set overnight. Um, if we have one that's a problem, that's what we we'll typically do. But if you do that at the start, you know, it shouldn't have an issue. Don't but, do a hot motor. Do a cold. Yeah, motor. yeah, cold motor. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but no, yeah, that, that's not. It's not likely. And okay. and we're the same way. If you have to have us get them out, we're typically going to bring this the spark plug out maybe uh, fifteen degrees at a time. And once we expose the thread, thread, then we're going to put some either solvent or we're going to put some oil and it'll go through the threads and make it much easier for us to pull them out so when was the last time either one of you remembers that we had to chisel a spark plug out or we had to pull the head and rethread it or whatever whatever remember in the last 10 years uh, no now everybody's shaking their head no no and i think that have we had them get stuck yeah yeah um but we have tooling. Most of them is on those those Fords, right. you know, because they have such small. Uh, that's that's a very common. But typically, we'll just break them, and then they have we have a tool that we can go in there and, and extract them. Okay. And in addition to that, we can go in and put new threads in it. So yes. if we do have to ch- uh, air hammer them out, yeah. then we can just go in and put new threads typically, in there. Yes. And then we vacuum out the engine, or the va- we vacuum out that cylinder by opening up the intake valve, and we vacuum the trash out of the cylinder so that we don't have any problems. So does it run now? Yeah, it runs fine. And okay, it, so it, just it, spray know. the bottom of the spark plug with some WD-40 or penetrating oil, put the boot back on it, and then just kick it up on fast idle and let it sit there and go through a heat cycle. Just go okay. through a heat cycle. Then shut it off, let it cool off, and then uh, get your, your uh, 13 16 or your 5-inch, 5-8 uh, socket and, and, and gently try to break them loose. And if you get one loose, then you're home free. Well, I go to your guys over here on 99th and, and Grand. Okay, um, okay. So... Uh, they, they just told me, you know, you might want to do those plugs because they're 20 years old. And I said, yeah, that's probably right. I agree so, with them. I agree yeah. with them. So it's worth it. And I think the reason they brought this up is is that's something that could happen. And we we quote you four spark plugs and X, uh, an hour's worth of work. And then all of a sudden we call you back and said that that, uh, you know, $150 just ballooned into twelve to $1,500 because we got to pull the head off because the, the, the spark plugs are galled in. So that's what we want to do. We want to have the conversation in advance so that you know if there's a risk, you know what it is. Okay? Thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. All right, we got the headphones on the right people now. Okay, we've got Lexi. And Lexi, um, you're a Salem. Has that sometimes been a bad thing? Okay, hold on a minute. Say that again. No, not really. No, not really? No. Seriously? Yeah. You're lying. No, I'm not. Okay. (laughs) All right. So where do you go to school? Well, I don't know that we want. Okay, okay, we're not going to talk about She's where do you go to school, but obviously you're, you're dressed up with a Bass Pro Shop hat on. It. Are you, is that a softball uniform? Yeah. Okay, and what position do you play? Uh, third pitcher and outfield mainly. Okay, are you better than your brother Rex? Well, he doesn't play, so yeah, probably. Okay, all right. Yes, are you, she's better than her brother Rex at girl softball, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and are, are you better than your mother? Uh, Probably. Okay. Hasn't played. And, and Grandma? Yeah. Okay, but I know one, you need a little couple more years before you're better than this one I'm sitting next to, Andy. 
Mm-hmm. Because Andy's been playing. She went to nationals a couple of times, and Andy was one of those people that was just awesome. And Mom and I were so proud of her because people would clap after she jumped up. She laid flat. She put her hand out there, and the ball bounced off of her hand before it hit the ground. And people just cheered like crazy. That's volleyball. That's volleyball. That's volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, it's volleyball. So it's, what's the difference does it make? If it plays with the ball, who cares? Football, baseball, you know, whatever. It makes no difference. Okay, there's this little one sitting next to me. What the heck is your name, little girl? Josephine. Josephine, what grade are you in? Third. Okay, and what is it that you want to do when you grow up? I want to be a vet. A vet? Yes. Okay, well, we'll just start your commercial right now. Are you going to handle everything from elephants to coyotes or just dogs and cats? Um, just dogs and cats. Okay, and are you right now kind of working on that and loving vehicle, loving animals and finding out they have a thorn in their foot and all that kind of stuff? Yes. Okay. Does your mom approve of this transition? <laughs> don't look at her. Just answer me. I don't know. Okay. Well, why wouldn't you want to come to work for Salem Boys? I mean, you could be your mom. You could be the big boss. Because I love animals. Well, you will have plenty of animals at Salem Boys. <laughs> There's plenty of animals at Salem, boys. Look at your uncle. <laughs> okay? Look at me. Look at Eddie Caruso. Look at some of these guys. It's just full of animals. Mark and Rex come. Yeah, Mark and Rex, they're going to work there someday. Okay, we're going to let you be a vet. Is that all right? Yes. Can you tell us uh, anything else about you that you're not allowed to? Mom probably briefed you about what to say and not to say. Okay. Not to say anything. Okay. Alrighty. Well, I'm. I'm. You know, you've been a happy member of our family, and your mother is. You know, your mom runs Salem Boys. Yeah. And she's the big Kahuna. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's the big dog, the big boss. Yeah. Have you ever heard her lose her temper at work? Uh. Don't yes. look at her. Yes. And when she what lost we, what her, do we, what do we call it, Joe? When when she when she loses, when she loses it. When her she, marbles. That's right. She loses her marbles. <laughs> Josie will give me the old marbles lost, and I'll just turn right back around and go right back downstairs. <laughs> so she's in her office. She's losing her marbles, and everybody just leaves her alone because she's upstairs. Yes. Okay. All right. You know what? You know where they fly this airplane from? Her office. That's where this airplane gets everything is her office. That's the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, you just bobbed across the line with that one. I'm not going to say anything. But anyway, the whole Salem family's here. This is my 35 years of retirement. You'll never see me on radio again, I promise you. And Renee will promise you as well because we're going to get in the motorhome and we're going to go someplace fun. We'll be back. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. This is the story of a very special woman. 
In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's its their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash notalone. All about that Okay, we're back. we got the whole Salem family in studio. We're going to take some calls in just a minute, but we do need to talk about Josie. Josie, there was a time where you made Papa kind of mad. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, hold on a minute. For some reason or other, we don't have a yes on this. Okay, do it again. Yes. Okay, we don't have yes on... Oh, that, that's because this thing here, uh, the bottom one. Oh, I don't know. Okay, hang on just a minute. I will fix up. Hit your mic. Yeah, let me have that headset, okay? Because Josie, now you did something, um, and you got in a lot of trouble for it, or what happened? Wait, what? How old are you? Seven. Seven. And then, what'd you do wrong? Uh, I drove the quad into a lake. Into the lake. (laughs) And your mother let you drive a quad at seven years old? I think that's illegal. No, it's not. 
No, it's not? Okay. So you're driving along, minding your own business, and all of a sudden the lake moved right in front of you, and you put the quad in the lake. No. Okay. <laughs> I was focused on the lake on accident, and the quad went that way. Oh, the quad was connected to your eyes, and it knew where you were looking. Okay, that's good. Well, I've never seen Andy move as fast. She was off that golf cart and in the <laughs> <Yeah>. lake, <laughs> lifting everybody out. <laughs> yes. The quad and Josie all at the same time. Was this up at the ranch, at the lake up at the ranch? Yeah. Okay, okay. So Josie goes into the lake, and Andy is in Fritz mode. Right? Yep. And she's she is out there with her Superman cape on and she's got the quad in one hand and she's got Josie in, in the other. other. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she jumped off the back of the golf cart. Yeah. I remember that. I remember she had a bruise about <laughs> five miles long. Okay. Well, I, Rex hasn't talked much, but uh, he certainly is a grandson in my because he's in a car guy kind of thing, okay. and he's building these little robot robot kind of cars that go out and beat one another up. Okay, and he's done pretty good, right, Rex? Yep. Okay, well, we're going to figure out. That's just a headset that's not going to work for us. Oh, I just heard Rex that time. I know, but um, put those okay. on him, and and we'll there you go. So you're still um, winning some of those competitions where your car's uh, pretty ruthless. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're not hearing them off of this mic or something yeah. like that. All right, try it again. Hello? It'll go. I can hear them. All righty. All, all right, right let's go to the callers, Mark. Okay, let's do all right. quite a few callers. Eddie, Eddie's first. What, 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 Eddie, how are you? Good. Hey, this is Eddie Caruso, the guy you didn't want to hire. <laughs> yeah. You probably should. <laughs> you, you know, you, you bring up, uh, let me just explain. <clears throat> Eddie came in. And I'm doing the interview, and I'm asking him if you ever balanced tires, how much weights do you use. I'm asking him if you if you've ever rebuilt a carburetor. He's yawning. He's putting his hand over his mouth. He's saying to me in sign language, "You are so boring." Yeah. Are you going to get to work on time? Have you ever had a problem? No. And everything is just like down. And so I think I'm not going to hire this guy. I mean, what 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 does he bring to the table? Well. I figured out he brought self-confidence to the table. He can fix anything except the crack of dawn and a broken heart. That's right. He's we call him MacGyver. Yeah. He can fix anything. Anything. He and fixes now he's been with us 34 years. 34 years. 34 years. And uh, and obviously we have a 401k plan and stuff like that, and Eddie is heavily invested in that. Mm-hmm. But um, he's... He's the longest employee we've had? Yeah. Other than the kids. Other than the kids. Other yes, than so. Andy and Alan. He's the longest. Okay. Yeah, he's 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 got a lower uh, yeah, when uh, employee number when than I us. Okay, okay. So he was there before you two. Eddie, do you remember watching Alan grow up? When I got there, Andy was younger than Josie is now. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But I I, I want to tell you, it's, it's been a good run. I mean, started off at at KFYI. Yeah. That place was a dump. Hey, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. I'm going to wash your wait, mouth out. You started out with off soap. at KTAR, yeah. and then you got fired, and yeah. then somebody that fired you went to KTAR. What now? Yeah, went oh. to that other oh, oh, no, I, I started at KTAR, right? And then um, oh, some lady fired me, and then I went to KFYI, and right. then the lady yeah. transferred to KFYI and fired me again. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're at KKNT. It's been fun. I mean, doing the radio with you over those years. Um, yep. Thirty-four you know, whether years. Whether at the shop, whether at the shop, or you know, up at your place there, and I mean, doing a show on that. How and Alan drop his drawers and. And, and moon us while we're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
Whoa, I don't remember that. I, I do. You um, weren't there. It, we have a window into that office next oh, door, yes. and we're all in the studio doing a radio show, and next thing you see was a big bare ass in that window belonging to Eddie. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't all right. Well, anyway, um, thank you. And, and we want to say something about Eddie. Renee, yeah. Andy, and Alan. Oh, he's Without a doubt, he may be our best technician. Oh, no question. He can question. fix anything except the crack of dawn and a broken heart. Yeah. The guy is an expert on Fords. Yep. The other day, he worked on a 62 Corvette, 57, 59 Corvette. He can work on anything from motorhomes to motorcycles. Yep. He, can ride a, he can ride a motorcycle on the back wheel. For five miles. Yeah. I mean, he okay. doesn't do that. I saw a movie of it. Yeah. And and he just, he just, he's part of our family. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, every he's bit like part of our family. An extra son. That's he's an right. extra son for us. Mm-hmm. And he'd have to do something really bad for us to be mad at him. But then mm-hmm. again, um, you're mad at me a lot of times and you don't fire me. Yeah. But anyway, Eddie Caruso is his name. Uh-huh. And uh, we, we love him. He's part of our family. Yeah. In every sense of the word, he's part of our family. Yes. All righty. I know that we're up against a break. But I'm going to still take Irene. Irene, how can we help you? Hey, just inquiring about a shop for a transmission on a Honda Pilot. Okay. Um, yeah, I would call um, uh, Al- A&S Transmissions. A&S Transmissions. Okay, dope. And ask for Alger. A-L-G-E-R. He, he owns the company. And tell him okay. you're a friend of Mark Salem's and you have a discount coupon for 50%. And he'll know for sure you talk to me. Will, will do. Um, okay. Meanwhile, thanks for, thanks for the laughs. Okay. Thank you, Irene. Thank you. Matt, we're up. You're up next. How can we help you? Mark Salem. Yes. Hello, Salem family. This Hello. Is our long-time, long-time customer. Yep. <laughs> well, longer-time friend. Longer-time friend. Yeah. Exactly. Dropped my truck off yesterday. Just want to say congratulations on uh, 35 years. Um, it's 35 years in radio, but it's 50 years with the witch that's sitting next to me. <laughs> oh, knock it <laughs> off. Teasing Matt you. knows he's lying. Yeah. He does. Oh, I yeah. know. He's Matt so, knows who the so better half is. So. <laughs> Matt, Matt is in construction. Renee. Matt's been a friend of Alan's for years and years. Yeah. He's like a son to us. Yep. He is. When we wanted to, the treehouse fell down, Matt is the one that raid, got a guy to come over and cut it all up for us and that's stuff. Right. So Matt is, is part of our family. It wasn't the treehouse that was falling down. It was the tree, tree that, that was that, falling down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, if you yeah, got a story about Alan, I'm hearing scorpions it. in there. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I got a story yeah. about you. Yeah, me. Yeah, remember? Didn't you have a nice suburban with a Whipple charger on it? You were doing donuts in the car wash. I don't remember yes. that at all. Yes. Oh, Andy can uh, vouch for that. She was in the car. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, yeah, all right. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I had a three-quarter ton suburban with a 454, and Eddie and a bunch of guys put a blower on it. And it was fast, and it was just unbelievably fast. So one afternoon, one evening, when it was dark, Andy was in the Suburban, and I said, let's take a swing around the car wash. Spin. A spin around the car wash. You always used to say that. Okay. And And we we, hated those words. Because I drove (laughs) through the car wash, and the the floors were wet. I'd get the tires wet, then I'd pull out into the bigger parking lot, and I'd spin the Suburban. Right. So you're sitting in the car waiting for us, and I've got Andy in the Suburban with me. And I say, you want to take a spin around the car wash? And I don't care what she said. And poor Andy's screaming, no, please, no, Dad, I don't want to. (laughs) He 
doesn't care. I go out there, and there's plenty of water on the smooth concrete, and I get that Suburban spinning like the hands of a clock. And then all of a sudden, we hit a dry patch. The Suburban hits a big ballard. It goes up in the air. The nose, it's standing on its tailgate at this point, and we're up against the wall, and this ballard is crushed, and the Suburban is blown up beyond belief. And Renee's there, and she used bad words. She, yeah, I'm she sure I did. Well, because you were screaming at Andy because Andy was crying. So, yeah, I was screaming at you. <laughs> she wasn't hurt. It wasn't hurt. Oh. It, were you hurt? No. No, she wasn't hurt. Surprise. Surprise. And so then the, the story doesn't end there. Then the, we, we parked it. And then, and then the next day, I get there to see the Suburban, and they've wrapped it in crime scene tape. Right. But that was a fifteen thousand dollar crash. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah, to replace had a nice the entire front end. What's that? Had a nice paint job on it too, didn't it? No, we had the paint job before, didn't we? Well, yeah, but it did. Well, you know, the funny thing is, we took that thing in and we said we wanted it yellow and blue, and when we get it back, it's purple and orange, like a son's mobile. And we said, "What the heck?" And the guy said he was a colored blind painter. Painted, yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He, but it looked like a sun's machine. It was oh, it blue did. and gold and white. And so it was all those different colors, but it was beautiful. Purple. Purple, purple and orange and Pur- white. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yeah, um, I, Andy was in there, and she said she was scarred for life. And, she you know, was. she hired an attorney and all this other stuff. And she was <laughs> hurt, and her neck hurt and all that kind of stuff. So She couldn't play volleyball for years. Yeah, that's okay. And then after about three days in the backyard, she came around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are such a... Oh. All right. Josie, where's your life thing? <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. There's the bell. That means BS, BS. Papa's talking about BS. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Matt Carr, we love you, buddy, just like a son. Thank you very much Hang for being a friend to our, our son, Alan, and Andy. And thank you very much for keeping Alan out of trouble. I'm certainly, I'm certain that you did. Yep. And so we're, we're very grateful for your, uh, your help in raising your Alan. Your input, yeah. Your input. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. 
The bill should also move quickly through the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up, be heard. Or you can text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio. Well, welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes out. We're about 13 minutes away from calling this a day, but we're going to take some callers. I, um, Matt, you're up. Oh, we already got Matt. We already got Matt, and then we got David. Okay, David, you're up first. Oh, we have another Matt. Okay, I'm sorry. Matt, you are first. Go ahead. Yeah, Mark, sorry uh, you're going off the air. I've been listening to you all the way since the KTAR days. Yeah, well, thank you for that, but it's just time. Yeah, and uh, I I enjoy listening to about the customer stories. I'm an aircraft mechanic by trade, and I put up with the same type of customers. <laughs> you know, we still love them, and it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to educate them, not really educate them, but kind of just teach them how to write, answer the right question. Here's the problem. The problem is the wives come in and they tell us what the husband told us to fix the car. And that's a real problem for us. And it's a real problem for everybody. But at least, and see my case, if we didn't put oil in it, all we did is wipe out an engine. But of course, if you're an airplane mechanic, it could be a little bit worse than us. One of my best ones Husband, wife, both pilots, both experienced, flew an airplane from central Texas to Arizona, called me up panicking, saying, this thing's fighting me all the way. I don't know what's wrong with it. I met him out at the airport the next morning, climbed in the left seat, took off, and as soon as I took off, the nose darted to the side. I reached down and adjusted the rudder trim. It's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. It's knowing where. It's know where and touch and when and all that other kind of stuff. So it, those are kinds of things. I think at, at times we, uh, the lady said it has no power. We went and drove it and the parking brakes on. And that's happened to men as well. So, But that's, that's good. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. David, we're going to take David number one. Go ahead, David. Thank you, Mark. I'm just going to miss having you around. One of the things I always loved about you talking is with your family because I do all my running around Saturday with you on, but... It always brought memories of my dad turning around. She was a nuclear physicist, but he loved to restore antique cars. So up and through to the time he died, I'd drive to Tempe to see him and always had you on the radio and just kind of always, all those, oh, I'm getting emotional just thinking about my dad, but turning a wrench with my dad, the first memory I have is holding tools for him. And yep. so whenever I hear you on the radio, when you talk about your family, it just always reminds me of me turning a wrench with my dad when he would be working on the weekends or nights. Well, I'm going to tell you something that few people know. I also am a nuclear physicist. <laughs> <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. How do you spell physicist? <laughs> Does anybody in here know how to spell nuclear physicist? Then just be quiet. I am one. <laughs> but, David, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very Always much. I enjoyed your show. All righty. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to go to the second David. David, you're up next. Oh, we're going to go to Don. Don, good morning. This is the last show? This is my last show. Oh, man, come on. 
No, no, I no. I, I need to retire. I've been doing radio for 35 years. I haven't years. retired yet. What is this? I know, but <laughs> your office is the, is the cab of a tow truck. i got 30 That's employees, very buddy. very true. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, But I'm not unhappy. It's just time for me you know, Renee and I are going to have our 50th wedding anniversary in February. Oh, uh, well, are your, are your kids all plugged in there? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you they guys are. are great. Well, and, and, and if you you're talking it. about Alan and Andy, Alan's got the shop and parts, and Andy's got um, Alan. Yeah, and that's how that's how that, <laughs> how it works. And and Andy um, runs the front counter. She she handles the money because Alan's not allowed to handle the money. Andy handles. Right. Uh, I know that. And 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 uh, and, and Alan uh, has talks with the technicians, and uh, and they typically when they get called into Andy's right. office, it it ain't going to be for a hug. You know what I mean? So, um, big question. Okay. Uh, I've got an R12 system in my motorhome. I've got a 11 cans of R12. And he, I called him and he says, uh, we're two months behind. Okay. Does he, um, does so he want to buy the 11 motorhome? cans of R12? <laughs> do, do we need to put those cans in your, in your, in your car or are you wanting to sell them? Uh, probably half and half. I'll trade it out for the work. Okay, well, well, just come see Andy or Allen and show them what yeah. you got. And I'm sure we can. Okay, you guys both you guys know luck. that Don and I went back yep. towing for 30, 40 years. And the guy I can handle a tow luck. truck. He can pick up a pizza with the tow truck between two trees and have an inch on either side of the tow truck. I mean, yep, he's just unbelievable. Right. But, Don, just get a hold of Andy or Allen. Tell them what you got. I think those cans are worth about 25 cents a piece, honey. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. teasing you. I'm teasing you. You know damn well, and I know that R12 is is at a premium dollar. Anyway, thank you very much, Don or Dan. Don, it's got it. Don, no. thank you very much. Okay, you guys, going around the table. Alan, Mark Salem. He's not a junior, but God bless him. He has my name. Then my wife Renee. Then Lexi, my granddaughter. Then Heather might as well be my daughter, but she's married to Alan. God bless you. If you hadn't have been drunk the night you said I do, <laughs> this we wouldn't. You, you know this wouldn't have hurt you. Then we got Rex Aroni, who's the mechanical engineering kind of guy for the family. That's Alan's son. He'll be the nuclear physicist yeah, of the family. Yes, he will. Then <laughs> Andy, my daughter, and she runs the operation and she handles the money because Alan's not allowed to. And I think the guys in the shop are more scared of Andy than they are Alan. I don't know. I mean, it could be. And then next to her, we got Josie. Josie is the uh, youngest member of our family, and she goes to school, and uh, and she gets good grades, and she hasn't been in any trouble. And as I understand it, the teachers really love her. <laughs> oh, that's the BS bell. Who wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the BS bell. Oh, and we're going to retire. We're going to officially retire the BS bell. Yeah, we can now. We can now. Nobody else is going to be. And I want to make it clear to everybody, I'm not being forced out. This no. is the end of my contract. And I, I, I put the station on notice a while back that this will be my last show. Right. And um, and so we, we st- and, and most of them know. You went voluntarily. I went voluntarily, <laughs> which is one of the few places I went voluntarily. <laughs> when you go to jail, you don't usually go by voluntary. <laughs> um, we, we started out at, uh, at uh, again, we started out a long time ago in 1972 when we got married. And, and you worked at the bank. We went to one shop, then we went to another shop, and then we went to where we're at now. My email address is mark at, no, here's here's how you get a hold of me, info at sba.com, info at salemboysauto.com. 
So Salem Boys, which eliminates Andy from being a boy. But anyway, Andy's Salem, uh, info at SalemBoysAuto.com. You can get a hold of me, and here's why. Because Andy is the filter. So it goes to Andy. Those emails go to Andy. And then Andy, if Andy can answer them or if Alan can answer them or if Eddie can answer them or if it's a parts deal in our parts department, they're going to take care of it because Mark and Renee may be in Kentucky. So we've got this, this thing situated. But I want to promise you one thing. If you decide, if you run into a problem with your car that nobody else can fix, um, although the family had uh, objected 100 years ago, one of our mottos is, is we can fix anything except the crack of dawn and a broken heart. Mm-hmm. And I copied that from somebody else. But we've said that many times before. Unfortunately, at least once or twice in the last 20 years, we've had to raise the white flag and say, we can't fix your car. We need a fresh pair of eyes. And typically, we have the ability to send them to another shop we respect to see if that shop can figure it out. And we'll still be referring all the guys that we always have on the air. Thank so. you for that. On our website, SalemBoysAuto.com and MarkSalem.com, we still have a list of the shops that we believe in. We still have a list of shops that I know the owners. These guys know what they're doing. They're honest. They're dependable. They have great technicians. They have great diagnosticians. And, and a lot of them have the family there. Yeah. Kurtz has family there. Mm-hmm. And Harker's has family there. Mm-hmm. We're talking about um, Blackwell has family there. Uh, we All of these guys. Yeah, they're good and honest people. And, they, and we've known them for years and years. And I have their cell phones like they have mine. So at the end of the day, we're very grateful for all of our listeners. We're mm-hmm. we're really grateful for all of our customers. Andy, what was it? our on. motto has been, we can fix anything except a crack of dawn and a broken heart. But Andy and I were in Texas, and we found a picture. And what did that, it was almost like our motto, but it was a little bit different wording. And we bought the sign. Yeah, I forget what it was now. It was almost identical to Yeah. Do you remember where that picture is downstairs, Lexi? That's I don't right. know that we have time yet. Yeah, we yeah. don't have time. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't know what's the matter with those he- that headphones, but it's it's just not worrying. I can hear you. Okay. All right. Well, we just, uh, I, I'm not hearing anything. Hey, it, it, okay. Keep talking, Andy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I know. I'm trying on my slides One, two, three, four, five, here. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How about now? One, two, three, four, no. five. No, I don't know why. Okay. I, I don't know. We're just, okay. I don't know. Uh, but no one cares now because this studio is going to be vacant. This is done. Yeah. So This will be Josie and Lexi's office. Well, and, and in reality, here's the deal. Okay. This has rubber on all the walls. Mm-hmm. And so this Oh, is wait, I'll lock you in here. Never exactly, mind. <laughs> exactly. It and has it's rubber. soundproof. It's soundproof. And so this has always been my hideaway. If things get out of control, I just come in here and do my work because we can access any computer in the, on, the, on the property with, with the, the, the uh, computer I've got sitting here. Right. So we've been grateful for all your um, calls over the years. And um, please go to MarkSalem.com or SalemBoysAuto.com, and you can click Best Car Repairs Shops, and that list we're going to stand behind. And I'll tell you something else we're going to stand behind. We say on that list that if you have a problem with this shop and they don't do what they're supposed to do, and it might be the Better Business Bureau's involved, it could be I'm involved, it could be Napa's involved, there's a lot of people involved, but if the shop is told that this is what they need to do and they won't, then I will. Yeah. 
And that's never happened. Mm-hmm. That has never, ever happened. Have we shop, Have we thrown some shops off? Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. We've taken some shops and removed them for bad behavior, being stupid, or just not p- being part of the, the big positive movement that we wanted to create. So my email again is info at SalemBoysAuto.com. If you have a car question, I'm still going to answer you. I'm going to do my best, and if I don't, then Andy or Alan will. So I appreciate you spending your life with me. Um, it's 35 years. Thank you to my family, and we'll see you next time somewhere. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.